and welcome to episode 155 of Wing Sauce. The Leafs lose Leafs again edition. are out. Of course they are. What, would you expect anything different from the Maple Leafs? The funny thing is, how are they favorited to win? That's the part I don't understand still to this day. Well, who 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 is smoking I, crack and who who made those odds? I have no idea, and I don't even care about the I don't even care about the odds. Um, I just I, I have to address the fact that um, well we we can get to all that in, in just a second. Let's let's say hi to everyone. What's up, Connor? Hey guys. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll have plenty of leaf talk, but uh, I'm I'm doing well. How about everybody else? Got to play golf finally this year. Oh, so and then I play again. Uh, we have an event on Thursday, so I'm going to be playing again. Did I miss my text nice. for the invite? I didn't see it. Um, unless you join the membership at the country club, can I be your you proxy? Can't play. <laughs> can I be um, your proxy? Not on men's night. Mm, bummer. Not not an opening day. No no guests allowed. So I'll be I'll yeah, be your caddy. Good. Yeah, um, <laughs> Mr. Gilmore, I'm your caddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then we close we close on the couple houses this later this month. So close on this one, uh, like our current house to move out, and then we close on the new house to move in, and then we get current house that we're in right now. We have forty five days after close, so we kind of nice a nice transition period as long as everything goes well. I think all the inspections and appraisals have been done for both houses, so it's more so just waiting on the the T's to cross and the I's to be dotted. Um, so yeah, lots. Lots of fun stuff happening over here. What about you guys? <clears throat> I got I got a busy two weeks going to, well, not this weekend, but the following weekend, I'm going to play American Dunes and I'm going to Chicago on the 21st to play golf as well. So busy nice. and just got back from Nashville. That was well, enjoyable. Well, Nashville's fun. America. Nashville's fun. The weather sucked. Broadway was cool. Um, yeah. Golf course. The golf was nice. The first day we played, the second day the course was kind of in. The ranger was a douche, but that's to be expected. This is literally pour, the course. pouring rain, put cart path only, and he's like, "You guys are behind schedule." No shit, bud. What, <laughs> I'm walking 200 yards across the fairway to get my ball, and we're playing a two-man best ball. So yeah, a little slower than usual. <laughs> oh, but Broadway's well, cool. First time being there, so yeah, Broadway. I, I swear, like a lot of people have uh, anywhere you go. The the normal thing is like. Oh man, but that's like the tourist trap, and there's so many other areas that are cool, which is like very true. In, in Nashville, Vegas, you hear the same thing about LA, like literally any main, any major city. Yeah. Um, but I will say, out of all of those different things that happen, I still think Nashville's got the cool, the coolest like tourist trap that's actually worth going to. The live music that's just and each and each floor is different, each bar is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like people again, though, people that have gone to Nashville live in Nashville. Like, um, not saying this would be Tyler, but Tyler's gone to nashville quite a lot um and like i know you're probably there's a lot of people that are over the the broadway street scene um and it's you know it's just crowded with like bachelor and bachelor <laughs> parties and different birthday parties and stuff but like at the end of the day it's still really cool um it's an awesome location and you can walk to everything bridgestone arenas right there they yep. got the xm uh uh you know the, the highway channel right there in that bridgestone arena it's really cool the whole setup is cool i think that like i said that area as far as tourist traps go within any major city i feel like that one's actually worth going like i don't know vegas is kind of similar but you're like all right i 
one time and now let's go see like old Vegas or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or go out to the, to the mountains and stuff. Yeah. Or just like get it out. Of, yeah, exactly. yeah. Red rocks but, or something like that. Yep. Yeah. But Nashville's really cool. Um, even outside of that, there's awesome bars and awesome different restaurants and great food. Yeah. And Max, Max was telling me when he did live there, like tor- towards his like final year there or mm-hmm. towards his final two years there. Um, I'm like, do you ever do you ever still go out to to Broadway and like whoop it up with the boys? And he's like, it's never with the boys. It's always buddies who want to visit me, and then yeah. I always feel obligated to drag them down there. Yeah, you feel like, like yeah, you have to. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to put your party cap on and and lead them around town. I must I say like that's 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 probably it for like what would be his fix for somebody that's living there. I bet you never go down there, but people visit enough where you then go down there when they visit. So it's like, all right, that's my fix for like the year. I go down yeah. there a couple of times when people visit, but I don't need to go any other but, time. But then that. you have like three or four buddies that are like, hey, we're coming down to uh, March. And then so you oh have like God, all, you- all March <laughs> is, is booked up. And then you got like beginning of April and he's like, all right, so not going to be golfing anytime yeah. soon. I'm, just gonna <laughs> See, be I'm going, people. you guys can sleep here, but I'm golfing. <laughs> yeah. uh, speak, I mean, speaking of Max though, I mean, he's the location he's golfing at right now, Tyler. I don't know if you want to give a, a quick rundown of where he's at and, and what he's doing. Yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Um, bu- a little bucket list. Uh, mm, <laughs> uh, unbelievable. He's golfing, uh, yeah. So he played St. Andrews yesterday. I don't the know. Course? What's the, what's the, the time difference? Nice. Uh, I have no idea, it's like, Tyler. It's like uh, it's like six hours or something. Six hours behind or something like that. Yeah. If, if, I'm, if I'm correct, I should be. The old course is actually a public course in Scotland. If I'm correct, I should be. <laughs> I should be. Uh, it's it's a public course, but a lot of times it's similar to like Bethpage Black. There's like a line of people like waiting to get on the course. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He's he's had this he's had this planned for a long time. That's um, awesome. With with uh, a few of his buddies and you have to jump on the pod and talk about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. He, um, I'm sure he'd, I'm sure he'd love to. Um, and he's golfing with, uh, Robbie Goldsmith. If you guys remember, he Mm -hmm. came on the pod. Um, Mm -hmm. so he sent me a picture, uh, Max did as soon as he got the, as soon as he got to Scotland, his rental car, uh, the driver's side is on the, on the right hand side. And, um, he's like this doesn't look right or, or or this isn't right and i'm like actually it is because we I was, drive on the left i was waiting for you to tell me it's like a mini cooper or something that he got yeah i i don't even know what it I was, was like only fitting yeah it looked like a smart car yeah like with an ipad taped to the to the center <laughs> of it it literally looked like so janky but um so he told me that he <laughs> he said it's so weird driving on this side he said he uh, he pulled he pulled a corner too tight and uh, and like hit a curb on his way out, and then he drove down a one way like the wrong way. So he's like, "We're off to a hot start here." Yeah. <laughs> It'd be intimidating to drive, you know, on the opposite side and and and, and kill manual kilometers. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I think it's just an automatic. But that would make it even worse. I feel like, like I need left-handed. like my full attention. Yeah, left handed. I need my full attention. Like on the road and not worrying about anything uh, yeah. that I have to do with the car. Ch- trying to read some weird road signs. Like what the hell does that say? Is yeah. that, is that, yeah. the, is that where I'm supposed to turn? I'm just trying yeah. to play golf. Right. Oh, real yeah. quick. Speaking of Scotland, which is kind of tying into, I feel like there's sheep there. There's sheep on the course. I played in Nashville. It's pretty cool. Max yeah, is the one that so. Max is the one that uh, told me the recommendation, by the way. 
for that course. This is just play. Max's pod. Let's make let's make one fifty five uh, Max. I know. Pod. <laughs> so yeah, Max, I forgot to tell you. Thank you for the recommendation on the golf. Uh, it was good. Good recommendation. So there were sheep on that on that yeah. golf course. Yeah, it's cool. It's oh. literally just like a bunch of sheep uh, and like uh, I guess a ram. The rams, the rams are the ones with the the horns, right? The horns, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's rams and sheep. Um, it was they're just sitting there. Uh, the person I was playing with, she went up, she went up and petted one. Nice. <laughs> it's, it was cool though. Like and like I was kind of worried because there's guys behind us and we're kind of like messing around. Finally, they catch up to us, dude. They were so drunk. We've been drinking for three days. We don't care. <laughs> the sheep. No, the guys behind us. Well, the sheep might have been too. I don't oh, know. That wasn't a serious question. I know. No, the, 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 no, 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 no. the sheep weren't. The sheep weren't drinking for three days, Tyler. No, it was two and a half. Come on. So when when you guys were like chipping next to the next to the sheep, like, did you ever chirp your buddy and go like, "That shot was bad"? <laughs> no, but that. Well, you missed out on no, a real opportunity I did. there. Dustin. I did miss yeah. out on a great opportunity. I'm, I'm kind of upset myself now. Oh, um, man. Well, let's well, go to Nashville, go boys. <laughs> let's go play some golf. In I don't know. Those sheep would not be safe with me in the course. Uh, that's <laughs> how I was worried about. I was worried to see like a sheep just like nailed like by like a, a stinger just laying over on that side. Yeah, I think like, any, oh. anywhere on the course is uh, within, within reach for my clubs. Speaking <laughs> of that, there's a guy that stopped at my course in front of my tee box on a par three. Literally stopped in the, between me and the pin. I'm like, you don't want to stop there, dude. I will kill you. The ball will 1,000% go straight at you, 100%. No ifs, ands, or buts. I hit exactly where I don't want to hit. Me too, every that. time. I'll be like, oh, look, there's a there's someone's golf cart. Don't hit that, and here it goes, right at the golf cart. <laughs> so this is like 60% of the time. <laughs> yeah, it's it like, works Why I just hit a low time. draw? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I never hit that shot. <laughs> oh, wow. shit. Man, what right. we, should, we get in, should we get into some hockey? Ho- oh, we this don't is have a ho- to. This is a hockey podcast. I think um, yeah. uh, we'll set. Well, before uh, before we jump into the playoffs, should we talk a little bit about the draft? I don't think we've connected since then. Oh, the surprising draft where the Red Wings did not move up. It's anywhere. like where the Red Wings were actually like no real change happened until the number one pick in Chicago. Okay, got. let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So there's a bunch of like speculation. I know, this is I like stirring the pot. A bunch of speculation is a rigged draft just due to the fact that if you look at like. Um, I'm trying to think of some other teams that had some issues. I was just on Instagram. It was like, oh, I mean, Chicago with the sex scandal, and then somehow they get the number one pick, you know, like the, 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 the pretty much mm-hmm. the following year. It's just like, oh, that's odd. Should they not have gotten stripped or, you know, I, I don't know. It's just weird how he's going to a original six team. I wish I wouldn't have seen him. I'd prefer if he wasn't in Chicago, but. Yeah, I'm. St- I'm Do they have upset. third best odds? Yeah, it was third. Chicago did mm-hmm. second or third. Yeah, um, I think Anaheim was second. Mm-hmm. And then serves. Columbus was it Columbus? Mm-hmm. Columbus, Columbus after one. them. Yep. Yeah, Columbus had one. Anaheim, then Chicago. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess for me, if I'm a Chicago fan, I'm pumped. If I'm a Red Wings fan, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like we, you guys. So we had this a similar. I still think the Red Wings dynasty was better than Chicago's. Mm-hmm. It's long. It was longer. It's just like better teams. Um, in my my biased opinion. Uh, but what we had to deal with <clears throat> was a really bad Red Wings team for a long time uh, and still kind of dealing with the repercussions of that dynasty or for sure still dealing with them, actually. Uh, Chicago, they're kind of skipping probably like three years, four years. I, I don't know. <clears throat> What's your guys take? I, I don't see personally. I don't like, yes, Connor Bedard's that much of an impact player. I just don't see him being at Chicago that long. Personally. You don't? Uh-uh. Oh, I do. Oh, I think they're going to lock th- you th- him in. You think so? They're going to do whatever it takes, man. I mean, what's the what's a recent example that you? I don't have any recent. Exa- I'm, I'm I'm not saying he wouldn't be there for you know, 
three years or whatever for an ELC, but I just see at the end of the ELC him being wanting to like, I don't know. Wanting to leave one of yeah. the best cities. And now I get what you're saying, Connor, but unless the team's up to par, like imagine being on like, you're, you're one of the best players and then playing on the, the suckiest team in the NHL for four years. Well, if they're <laughs> throwing you 10 sheets, I, I mean, you got a point. Yeah, I'm 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 just just playing the other side of it, right? I think that, and, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to be okay enough. He's going to have a decent enough year, and they're not going to. They might suck for two years, three on year three after when his ELC is getting close to being done. He needs to resign. They're going to sign so many so many free agents that the team's going to. That's what I'm talking about. It's not going to be skipping the first three years of being bad, but we've been bad like a normal rebuild for five, six years uh, and beyond. And for them, they're they're going to attract free agents where they don't have to really go through the draft like every other rebuild because they're in a great city. They have one of the best players, like presumably if he lives up to the hype, which like all signs point to yes, but you never know. Um, then he, they're going to have one of the best young players in the entire league for a long time. And if you're a free agent that's in your like 24, 25, like in your prime that you still have five, six years left, Chicago is going to lock you up and they're going to be like, Hey, we got five guys coming in that are, uh, that are, we're going to put around you. We're going to build around you. We want to lock you in for an eight year deal, deal, five year deal, or, you know, maybe a bridge deal even. And, and he can really put up numbers and sign like a major ticket after that. But that, I just think that's where they're skipping is they're going to be able to attract people that they would not have been able to before given the circumstance. So yeah, and and to to kind of piggyback off of that, the type of impact that this kid is already having when the draft is still like months away, right? Mm-hmm. And all Chicago did was get they drew number one overall. So over the last couple of years, you know, th- there have been a few like almost con- like consensus picks, like yep, one hundred percent, it's going to be this guy. Mm-hmm. And then someone else gets taken, right? Well, there hasn't been anyone who's been who's had this type of uh, of hype and build up around him since probably Crosby and McDavid. It's definitely I mean, McDavid this, and then Crosby before that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. maybe Matt, maybe Matthews, but he wasn't really. He didn't. I don't think he had the same hype as McDavid no. and, and Crosby. And and so. If you if you look at the type of in- impact this kid has already had with Chicago and not even being drafted by them yet, they they already sold out their season tickets like for like within minutes. Yeah, it was like they, 30, they sold- 30 minutes, and they had a like a, was it three million in sales or one and a half million in sales or whatever it was in season mm-hmm. tickets. I mean, it's not surprised with the hype that built up around this player, right? Well, and but, I heard, but, but that's that's to my point though, Dustin, is that. You you think about like if if people if free agents are going to have like you know selling points to get to a certain city like ooh playing with Bedard that could be pretty cool you know what mm-hmm. I mean like if if he's having if he's already having that type of impact without even being drafted I mean if it's going to be a for sure thing that the Chicago takes him they're they're going to be like building around this kid. Oh yeah, yeah, and like if and if I'm a free agent that's looking at teams that are on the, on the way up, and and hopefully you know let's say like two three years, and I'm looking at te- like places like Ottawa or Buffalo or like I don't know some ran you know um, some random cities like that Columbus and if they're turning it around and Columbus is a nice area but like you get what I mean they're not Chicago, 
and, and I'm looking at the same money if I'm young and, and just want to live in a major market. Uh, yeah, you get a little bit of the pressure, but you get the pressure in those other places too. It's not like you're living in, in sunshine over there in Florida where there's no press. I'm pay- I mean, Chicago, if you're decent, it's fun to win there. Um, I can't deny that. So uh, especially after what we've seen, but Hey, I mean, and who knows, we could be right there competing with some of these free agents as well uh, for the Red Wings. And so we really got to be taking Speaking of free agents, forward. I did see a article talking about Tyler Bertuzzi coming back to the Red Wings possibly after in free agency, which I thought was interesting. Like multiple like articles, different oh, writers. Really? Yeah. Different writers saying, you know, seeing Tyler Bertuzzi coming back to the Red Wings during free agency, which like I mentioned, it goes back to the Bruins having that the cap issue. Uh, but I, I don't I don't foresee that. I see him going somewhere else, maybe to another playoff contending team. Personally, yeah, I haven't seen any of those articles the, or anything come the, through. The latest that I've seen is that there still have been no talks with the Bruins. Like nothing has even been brought up. So, yeah, I I would think it's a long shot to to bring him back. Um, It'd be sweet though for if we brought him back with the trade that we got for him. I mean, shit. Oh yeah, yeah. As I mean, a rental. We, we, yeah, exactly. It, it would be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Only thing is, you know, the playoff performance had to have, in order for him to come back, his playoff performance had to have changed Stevie's mind and what he would pay mm-hmm. because clearly they weren't coming to any sort of which it, which it, which it might have. I think it surprised a lot of people how well Pertuzzi played in the in the off season personally or in the in the postseason. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think well, as fans that we just have, he almost seems like he'd be better for a fresh start, start somewhere. I agree because, because as fans, we're going to be anything that he gets, uh, he gets paid. We're going to be like, first of all, that's too much. Second mm-hmm. of all, yeah. he's injury prone. And just because we've had our eyes on him where other teams, the, the league would know the, the GMs and the presidents and all the people making decisions, but the fans wouldn't. Yeah. So they'd just be pumped. Like kind of how Boston was. They're like, sweet. This is perfect. He was one of the best, what one of, if not the best player on the Bruins, in the playoffs. Yep. Um, but I mean, who would you pick? I know we've had the discussion a little bit ago, but I don't think you're signing like a Bertuzzi and a Debrinket this offseason. No, you're signing like, a you're signing a Debrinket or you're signing a Bertuzzi. A, yeah, a player of those calibers, one of yeah. them probably. Um, I prefer if, Bertuzzi if when it comes to the grittiness that we've talked about numerous times, you know, in the past. Oh, see, but, I, I but, don't. I'm a Debrinket. But yeah. I was gonna say, but at the same time, we need goal scoring, so I'd almost rather have a Debrinket type player. Well, and we've we, we've run the we've run the experiment on Bertuzzi as well. And well, I wasn't saying Bertuzzi. Per se, I'm saying a Bertuzzi like player, like or, type or of a, player, yeah, or yeah, Bertuzzi like, or even take a look at the a Bertuzzi like <laughs> player. We've we've run that, uh, run the experiment. We've seen what we can get out of. Uh, we've seen how that benefits the Red Wings and how it doesn't. And I think it it benefits them. Obviously, like you're not taking steps backwards, but what you don't get is the offensive power and you know prowess that we need. And I think that it's worth running a different type of experiment, saying okay, we can sign gritty guys to maybe fill up that third and fourth line. And maybe those gritty guys aren't going to have the offensive ability that Bertuzzi has because it's rare to find both of those in one player. But, you know, let's sign let's sign a guy like Dabrinkit, if not Dabrinkit himself. Um, he wants, you know, maybe he does want to come back to Michigan. I know he's got friends here. He's got family here, him and his wife. Yeah, maybe he does want to come back here and you can get him on a decent deal. Um, hit last year for him didn't help. It wasn't like he's... No going up in his contract, he might be able to go down, in fact, and then hopefully you put him on a line with some good players that we have, good young talent, and he's back into 30-plus goals, which is exactly – I mean, we need that more than any other team that's on the build right now. And every other team has a guy like a Tage Thompson, um, yeah. maybe not exactly, but Buffalo – I mean, you don't – you have a 
goal scorer guy right there that's like six six and can do it all. But we don't have any type of goal scoring other than Larkin, and he's not a fifty plus goal scorer. No. And the good thing is, if we were able to to lock in to bring it um, for a pretty fair deal, the guy's only twenty five years old mm-hmm. right now. You know, so it, that's that's going to be very good for the future if we can. Yeah, I can if see we him can sign like a six year deal. Yeah. That leads him right through his his prime, or at least the the years you're, you know, and supposedly and for and prime. for him, yeah, and for him, like you're you're in your prime, you're on a team that's obviously going and taking steps forward in year two, you know, hopefully two years from now they're serious. I would say the you know we would want them to be more in the contender conversation rather than like squeaking into the playoffs. Then he's really in his prime as we're you know, making serious runs for, uh, you know, through the playoffs. And then at the end of that, maybe he's got a, a championship, maybe he's got deep runs and he's, and then he can sign another big deal when he's uh, in his like lower thirties where he's got the resume to, to take steps forward. Yeah. And he, I mean, he doesn't want to go to the worst thing for him would be to go to a, a team that's declining or a bad team because you're really going to screw yourself when you're on your next contract. You just hope that Chicago doesn't pick him back up again. Right. Yeah. Now he's you know, like, oh shit. Do you want yeah. two guys that are that small though on the same line? Um, no offense to either one of them. Like it's not like any of us are, are huge guys, but uh, Bedard and and him, they'd be both under like. I mean, I think Bedard's listed at five ten. There's no way he's even that. You can't have. I don't know if you'd have two guys that are that like on your on your number one line. No, you need some muscle. <clears throat> um, yeah. I remember uh, Brian Bickle. Yeah. Having a guy out there with, uh, I mean, he was never out there with uh, Kane and Taves like on the same line, but they would throw him out there with with like at least one of them at mm-hmm. a time, just to make sure no one was going to be running them. Yeah, I mean, uh, you look at any line. There's there's always a big guy. The only exception to that mm-hmm. is I'm trying to think of who that. Uh, well, even like when Bertuzzi was there, he's not a. He's not a small guy. I was trying to think of like <clears throat> the Marchand and Bergeron uh, compared. Like those are obviously smaller guys, way different res- way, way different resume. But Felino is a guy that can hold his weight. Um, well, they weren't on the same line. No, but but those those are types of guys that they would they wouldn't hesitate to throw like in <clears throat> with there. them. Yeah, yeah. But either way, yeah. I mean, I it's anything's open for both of those guys. What they can do to their organization. Uh, hopefully there's some conversation with the Brinkett. And I think like the Red Wings right now should be in their due diligence type of phase where every free agent that's out there, they should be doing their due diligence, especially big free free agent. Like they're in an, an acquisition time frame right now. So I'm not yeah. saying that every signing is going to be great and like it's going to make perfect sense, but you should at least be going out there and talking to the Brinkett. If, it do, if the numbers don't work out, then don't force something. But if it does, then we're in a position now to make pull the trigger there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now I wanted to, I wanted to move ahead to talk about, well, the Leafs are out. So yeah, it's, it, it's, the, it's a the, happy, it's a happy time. The Panthers are now my favorite to win the cup. How exciting are they? Dude. Yeah. They it's can do un- it all. Yeah, they can. It, it's great, and and you know what, Dustin? I find I I think I found out why you hate Gudas so much. Did you see him yelling, fucking, and uh, uh, <laughs> when they scored? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 
yeah. right in his face, dude. I'd have been so pissed if I was He's a goalie. He's a caveman. He is holding a caveman. The, um, holding the stick. But... <laughs> <laughs> I got to post um, that picture. That picture just is like a is a perfect representation of him. I, I think I think I found the reason why you hate Gouda so much. Because I, I, I listened to uh, to last week's pod when I when I wasn't on it. I, I think you hate him because he has such a perfect beard. Maybe his beard is nice. It's it's, it's beautiful, um, and, he, and he grows it all year. It's not like it's just a playoff beard. No, he shaves. He shaves like at the beginning of each week. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Jesus Christ! He shaves before the game. Before the game starts, he looks but, like he's in a like a heavy metal band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Come to find it, out, they're he just is. they are. I, I wouldn't shock me. Um, it's actually going to be interesting to watch them versus Carolina because it, yep. they. I, I look at both of them. I think Florida has a little bit more, um, maybe like rah rah to them, where they have the guys that are a little bit meaner. Um, but as far as the overall style of play goes, it's hard looking at Florida and not think that. I mean, when you look at them, you're like, man, they're just so deep. They got four lines that just come at you. But at the same time, they got a guy like Chuck who's who's up for uh, MVP in the league. Like he, they do have that skill ability, but it just doesn't look like it. Cause they always score these greasy goals. He's um, been a monster same thing with, in these playoffs. Yeah. Chuck. And it's same thing with Carolina. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's that one will be like two brick walls kind of going head to head. It's going to be good. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, Vegas winning last night was, was big for Vegas. They needed that win. I feel like going into Edmonton, um, Mm-hmm. especially with the I'm pretty sure it's OT went if I'm not mistaken no, no they it wasn't. Uh, oh no they, they it, scored it, it was it was two to one Edmonton and, scored three. and then three goals yeah, in they that. scored three straight it was yeah it, that was unbelievable to watch I, I just I chucked it on last night late uh, I watched the OT the OT mm-hmm. win for um that was unbelievable Florida that was unbelievable yeah. watching Tampa lose so, or Toronto lose excuse me it, it was so good and you know I text Chad Connor right away. We, I, like, I texted oh, Chad did. right away. I was like, "Fucking leaves suck." We we have to address the uh, Toronto Toronto fans forever will say that this is the reason why they lost the game when they called that. Oh, that goal, goal. No goal. Here's the thing: they blew the whistle, and yes, when they paused, when they paused the camera, like the the puck had crossed the line, but. If you saw if you saw the slow motion as Bobrovsky is getting up, the puck the puck wasn't always crossed the line. It it was underneath his pad and it squeaked past and stopped at his skate. The whistle was already done. I don't know why they did so actually two points. One of them, Lundquist made a great point in the intermission, is that you know the play's done because as a goalie, you would never, ever, ever get up. Uh, unless the play was done, you always stay down. And when a goalie is getting up, that means you know that that's like a great indication that the play was over. Second, and you like you didn't mention this, to, you have to go back and look at it. The only re- people who are like showing that replay of the puck going past the goal, the goal line, they're not seeing that. I don't know who it was on Toronto. The only re- when the puck didn't go backwards when he was standing up, like he didn't get mm-hmm. up and like slide the puck back. There was a Toronto player that moved to stick and pushed the puck in as he was standing up. That's the only if you I don't even know if we can pull it up, but you have to like look very carefully and nobody said it in intermission. Nobody I never saw it online. I'm like, this guy goes by 
and he and he poke checks the puck, and that's the only reason it was sliding by. And it was the exact same time as Bobrovsky was standing up, so it went by, it caught his skate, and then he brought it back out. But the play was over at that point. Yeah, <clears throat> it, I know that it was Morgan Riley's original shot, but I can't remember. It was so you have to see. So was that Tavares? Who uh, was right there. You have to see that from behind. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it looks like it was Tavares. Uh, maybe it was. It was even maybe right after that. So right now, for for anyone who's listening, we're watching we're watching the replay right now, and we're so we're trying to it, break it down the best. It wasn't we can. even right. It wasn't even that that point right there uh, where Tavares. It was like long after. It was this guy coming in. So oh, that was a Florida a Florida player right no, there. No, no, no. Is that no. what you're talking about? No, or the it's, guy. It's watch see him on the left side right there, and he pushes it right there. Oh and, yeah, is that O'Reilly? So watch, and I think they show whenever they show the puck going slow motion behind the goal line and you see that like puck jolt backwards the only like think about how late that was the puck's not I, there not there not there still not there still not there the guy comes in way later and then and then pokes it in and i'm like and it's it's not even that poke that's the that's the crazy part so he still has I it i think this you whole need time. a job i think you need a job with uh a video review for either the either tsn or yeah right Give him a job with the Red Wings. Have him be the video, the video uh, coach. <laughs> Connor, Connor can do bigger things than that. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different replays online and stuff, but I think that's the one. It's the one where they show the puck moving. I think it was Ryan O'Reilly. It, so okay, Tavares is right here. He takes it. He takes a stab at it's it. It's going to cut off. Nope. And it's right there. It's yeah. That guy coming on the left side. I think. It, I think it shows on this <clears throat> on this replay, which which should show Toronto fans how late that that puck when it actually did cross the goal line right how here. late that actually happened and yeah, wait, right wait. there boom which and is that, you Ryan, see how that's o'reilly i think you see how his pad moved like right to left that's the the momentum of the puck moving yep. right and then comes back across the goal line uh and it was so like that whole play developed the whole play was over Tavares is in the corner celebrating already and that puck still didn't go right across uh, across Mm-hmm. the goal line until like that's so much later than uh you know than what we've seen everybody keeps showing that replay it's like oh it's underneath the skate it's underneath the skate and he pulls it back up and it's behind the goal line I'm like it never crossed the goal line until the guy poked it in like 40 minutes after the play ended yeah that's so, a great eye that's, yeah that, it's, no no one talked about that uh whatsoever um, i know i was watching i was like they gotta show it in, in tnt they gotta be talking I, and i know that was so quick after like it took me a little bit i didn't notice it right away and they I saw it in these different replays. I'm like, well, no shit. He poked it. Like anybody yeah. could poke a puck in when the play's already done. The right? guy's standing up. <laughs> Makes it a little bit easier. A little um, bit easier. So Can, what do you got, Tyler? B- before before we end on, on the Leafs, I, I wanted to just talk about how bad they what suck. you guys think of uh, Kyle Dubas and how unprofessional this guy is or how I he think, looks yeah, up, was, in the, uh, up in the press box with just – Blowing a blowing a fuse. So I'm I'm not even talking about this series. Where I lost respect for for him was when he had a complete fu match with the Tampa mm-hmm. fans in Game Six. Yeah, I, I mean, I think doing, man? he looks like he's a owner of the team, and he's the son of the owner that got put in a position that like was handed to him on a silver platter. 
and he's yeah. got like that silver spoon syndrome yep. and he's like i can do whatever i want i'm rich i have like i'm a yep. billionaire and like i'm sitting in this press box he does not look like he's like the gm of a team that is like building a championship. You'll, ne- you'll I mean, never see you're, Eisenman you're do the that. Business head of of the organization. Like, yeah, you need to. <laughs> I mean, that's why there's a lot of there's a lot of business like CEOs that do stupid things and and that yeah. are in, in powerful positions. And you're like, you would never. Say, well, you hopefully wouldn't see them like that. I mean, I'm sure there's some of them, but I I as my for my company right now, if I saw my. Uh, the, the CEO of the company who basically that's who he is. Um, I, I would be like, do you pull it together? You look like, you look like a 13 year old that like, isn't getting his way that or just something lost, happened like, or yeah, just, just one. And he wants, yeah. And it's like somebody maybe like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I lost child he, and maybe lost like three. Quit. Yeah. He like lost three games in a row, but then won one. So he's like yelling at a guy saying, look how good I am. Look how good I am. And does, like, <laughs> does Longo work for the Panthers? Yeah. Longo. I don't know. Yeah. Like, he does. He does. I don't know. I, I Tyler said, "Yeah." I'm. I'm just gonna say yes. Either that, or he's their good luck charm. I think he's. I think he's. The reason I ask you. The reason I ask because I saw him up in the press box, and he's yeah. all like, "It's like ah." So I didn't know yeah, if he was I, like. I, I don't know if he was like goalie coach or something, or I, I don't know. I was just curious. Right. Um. Let's let's look it up right now. What is he, he, he right works now? for? Who he works for? Toronto. The Panthers. Said? The Panthers. No, no, no. The Panthers. Oh, I, I was like very, very confused. Yeah, I didn't know that. I saw the guy look like he's Roberto a special Longo, advisor but... to the general manager. Yeah, that definitely mm-hmm. was Robert Larongo. Uh, like when they <laughs> showed him up, I said blah 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 blah. Can't talk this morning. <laughs> it is, uh, apparently, that was Robert Luongo up there. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> Robert Longo. <laughs> Robert Longo. I think. Yeah, is that what I, I think? I heard that too. His evil twin. <laughs> oh my god, I'm the worst at pronouncing names. Let's just be honest here. Let's just let's just call it as it is. I'm horrible. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Anywho, back to hockey. So Vegas Oilers, good good series. We talked about that one. Dallas Seattle is tonight. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's another good series. That's that's got similar vibes that I similar vibes to what's going to be. I think uh, the Florida Carolina series like that. I feel like those mirror each other relatively well as far as like you got four lines that just come at you the whole time um especially on seattle's side i mean they they smell blood and they just pounce mm-hmm. but i mean toronto or dallas is i, I picked them i've always thought they, they've been good all year so yep. it's tough to pick against them too and really like ty, ty domi or <clears throat> ty domi max domi is lighting it up mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. been big for the stars which has yep. been kind of a, a little bit of a, a quiet story um but it's it's incredible. They always have really... quiet stories in Dallas. Yeah. Dallas is just a quiet town. I feel like when it comes to hockey news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless you're I mean, a lot of... and, and you try to or Tyler Sagan I... and he's like out. He's out on the streets looking like he like he does picking up any girl that he wants. Yeah, so that's, true. that's loud coming out of Dallas. That is true. <laughs> the pussy flares. <laughs> I, I want. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to ask you guys about the um, the Knights in in Oilers series. So first I'll, I'll ask you, Connor, what are we, what are we seeing right now? Or what are you seeing? Are you seeing a lack of depth on the Oilers side? Is, is that why we're, is that why we're, we're seeing them not being able to, to finish games or are we just seeing that the Knights are too deep? I think, I mean, it kind of goes hand in hand a little bit, right? You have a, a Knights team that is deep, deeper than the Oilers, I should say, but then you have a top, 
two lines on the Oilers that are, are much better than, than the Knights. And I think you can see that in the long run, that it's really tough to rely on a couple guys. And we've seen that. I think still think this Oilers team is different than in the past. Like you don't only have Leon and, and Connor McDavid, but uh, still they're not as deep as some of the, if like, think about if, if they had the same depth as Seattle or Florida or Carolina, I mean, they'd be not only the favorites in the playoffs, but they probably would have never lost a game all year. Like <laughs> That's how good mm-hmm. uh, Dreisaitl and, and McDavid are. But the biggest thing that I'm seeing and why they shouldn't even like Vegas is, I won't say they're outplaying them in all aspects. Cause I think there's certain spurts where they, the Oilers look unstoppable, but Vegas taking penalties and, and putting the Oilers back in position to win a game when you know that their power play is like that is just, it's mind boggling to me that they would even think about taking a penalty against that team. And I know it's hard because they're so fast and it's almost impossible not to hook McDavid as he, as he goes behind you, but he's got a better chance of not scoring on that when he goes around you than they do on a power play. Would they have three power play goals yesterday? So I saw a stat. I think they, I think they're number one in power play or something of that oh, nature. Oh, by far, they're, they're number one, one in power play by like forty percent. Yeah, it was they, stupid. It was like the, they, the per- they're talking about like the percentage is like insane. Like it's like fifty five percent. Yeah, no, it's at it's just over. It's at forty something percent right now because they they had one game which we're saying only forty, which is still well. Then they go up after. But, is it still up at forty well, after yesterday? I, I I don't know after yesterday. I know during yesterday's game they said it's at it was at forty percent, but then. Prior to, I think it was, which was a game, uh, was it game two or game? I can't remember if it was game two or game three where the Knights just completely shut down the Oilers. They couldn't get one, one power play goal. Uh, they were at 56 at that point. Well, I, I, I'm just looking it up right now. I think they're at 57 now. Because they got three last night. Is that what you're saying? That's what I was. That's what I was trying to say. Is yeah, they're okay. probably up in in like the mid fifties, which is so, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's that's insane. And then when and you then, have the guys out like that, that's just it's crazy. Then they had a stat that they outscored their opponents in the first period like ninety percent of the time, or something like that. Like the stats yeah, they're, for the they're good. No, they were they were, uh, and they've also scored first in every single game in the playoffs. I think. Wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You just give the puck to McDavid, and somehow dry, either dry title scores or he does. It doesn't matter. I mean, so. it's it's very dangerous when he's on clean ice too. When you that makes a lot of sense. When those two are on clean ice, especially if there's betting. Little tip for everybody: if you had go into a new period with the power play, especially the Oilers, I bet the Oilers on fresh ice are clicking at like eighty percent. You have to hammer them as next goal. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like it's insane. Guaranteed. I mean, like we were watching that that breakdown before. Just when Edmund, like McDavid himself, if he gets by you, it, you're fucked. There's you're you're not catching him, and he's gonna score. Yeah. Or if not, he's gonna have a real damn good scoring chance. Tyler's deep in thought. No, they're they're just. I, I mean, I I'm looking at the stats from um, you know, just McDavid and 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 and. You know, I, I think, Connor, I think you mentioned it last week um, that even if someone, even if Drysaddle has, you know, quote unquote, a quiet night, he still ends up with like two assists or three assists. Yeah, you know, it's, like it's crazy. Yeah, it's like one of them is like, oh, man, they didn't score. And it's like, well, actually, yeah, they did but, score and had three assists. <laughs> it's like you missed yeah. one goal and then they had like it's like a four point night career night for anybody else. Yeah, it's just. 
what what they're doing and what what we're witnessing with them is is uh it's insanity. Do you think do you think they ever go anywhere without each other? Or is it like a combo deal? I think I think they might I think they might have to at some point. Um if they can't if they can't get past uh if this continues to be a trend, you got to I I think you trade away you can't you can't get rid of McDavid. But you trade away, maybe not, maybe not Drysital, but I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I was gonna <laughs> say maybe trade away Drysital for for two wingers that are half as David, good. But I don't know. Maybe I think there's only one person that can answer, and it's Mr. Kenny Holland. <laughs> oh God! Well, they're fucked. So, anywho, <clears throat> on that note, um, we got. Florida and Carolina going into the Eastern Conference Finals. Tonight, we could find out who's going to be uh, playing in the Western Conference Finals. Um, we still have to wait until Sunday, which is Mother's Day, to find out who's going to be the winner of the Vegas-Edmonton game. It could go to a Game 7, depending on if Edmonton decides to win. Um, same for the Dallas-Seattle series. <clears throat> so, anything else? I mean, I-, I got Florida beating Carolina. Yeah, same here. Man, I, I, I'm rooting for the Panthers for sure. I, um, I think the Carolina's too deep. I think that this is where where the Panthers' luck might run out. I okay. hope I'm wrong. I, I would love to see them go on on a historic run. Yeah, I don't mind either team actually. I'm just gonna either. be watching hockey. Same. Yeah. Same. All right, boys. Well, let's get the puck out of here, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.